0: She's there, and then um, Simon is going to come and preach to us. The Bible reading is found in John chapter 14, verses 1 to 14. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. My father's house has plenty of room. If that were not so... Would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, Don't you know me, Philip, even after I have been among you for such a long time? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. Believe me when I say that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. Or, at least, believe on the evidence of the works themselves. Very truly, I tell you, all who have faith in me will do the works I have been doing. And they will do even greater things than these, because I am going to the Father. And I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it." This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
1: Moira, thank you very much indeed. Well, this morning, as um, Sarah-Jane has said, we start a new series. It's called Serve. And it's really looking at what it means for us to be the church and we're starting with John 14 and John 15 and we're particularly in these first weeks looking at a doctrine of God and the Holy Spirit and so we just invite all of you to come to this series with uh, fresh eyes uh, willing to hear what the scriptures say uh, particularly about The role of the Holy Spirit in the life and the witness of the Church, and then uh, when it comes to June, we're going to go to one Corinthians uh, twelve and thirteen, and uh, we're going to uh, look at what what it means for us to be the Church uh, together, and and how we do that. Uh, So, just invite you to uh, come and learn uh, with us about uh, what it means uh, for us to call God our Father uh, and uh, to uh, live. Uh, in the life of the Trinity. And I guess our starting point would be that that we are the church uh, and we should be a community of love because God is a community of love. So the love that we share as a church community flows out of the love of the Trinity, the love the community that is within God. And there are many Bible passages, as I'm sure you know, that link Father, Son, Holy Spirit, link them together in a complex, complex matrix. And uh, Christians hold on to this word Trinity to uh, describe God, uh, to make sure that we don't leave out anything important from God's uh, word, and that we treasure, oh, Sarah Jane, thank you, we treasure and we uphold the essential mystery of of God. The Bible's um, overriding emphasis uh, throughout the Bible is that uh, God is one. there's only one God, unlike Israel's neighbors uh, who believed in a host of local gods. Uh, But then in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit is already being described (coughs) as the, (coughs) sorry, (coughs) let's try that again. is already being described as the personal presence of God. So in the the Old Testament, uh, the Holy Spirit already being described in those terms, the personal presence of God, uh, both in creation and in worship. And then, of course, we have Jesus. Jesus explodes into the pages of the New Testament, and even before his ascension, Jesus is being named and worshiped and speaking of himself as the Son of God and has been named and worshiped as the Son of God by God-fearing Jews who've been brought up to believe one thing above all things, and that, that, that is that God is one. So Jesus in the New Testament, not a prophet, not an inspired human being, but the Son of God. And then in the rest of the New Testament, we see with the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, the way that Jesus' disciples are empowered And we are enriched to live for him. And so in this opening section of John 14, we see Jesus using a familiar and very intimate picture, both of his own relationship with God the Father, but also the way in which it is his role to invite each one of us personally into the generous community of love of the one true triune God. And the picture that he gives is of a devoted son who was going back to the family home to get everything ready for his new friends. And actually, that would be a really great way to describe the whole of the New Testament. That's what Jesus came to do. He came to earth to die for us and then to go back to God so that he could prepare a place for all of his new friends. What a great way to describe the gospel and if this talk of Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit if that kind of talk is making your headache, then I would like to dedicate the rest of this sermon to summarizing what we mean by God the Trinity, and I've set myself a rule I can only use words of one syllable. Uh, so keep listening carefully. I think I haven't used any words beyond a syllable, but keep keep listening carefully just in case I've strayed. I'm deeply indebted to a wonderful person called Professor Mike Higton, who's Professor of Theology and Ministry at Durham University, and I have borrowed freely uh, from some things uh, that he's written. But here's my attempt to describe uh, the Trinity using words of only one syllable. This day, we set our minds on the fact that God is three in one. It is hard to get your head around. You might think it's the kind of claim that sits a long way from your faith. You might think that you need a big brain to get it right. You might think it needs lots of long, long words. And what I want to tell you is that it's not like that. This is a truth that you can grasp. This is a truth that is at home in your faith. This is a truth that you can feel in your heart. This is a truth that does not need long words. Short words will do. God is more than our minds can grasp. We don't, we can't know how God's life works. And when we say that God is three in one, that's not meant to help us to tie God down. It does not tell us how God's life works. It does not mean we get to say, oh yes, now I get it. Now I see what it all means. Now it all makes sense. No, it is not meant to help us put God in a box. In fact, It's meant to help us not to put God in a box. It's meant to point us to ways in which there is more to God than we might have thought. More to God's life, more to God's love, more to the way God shares God's life with us. To see what I mean, what I want you to do, all that I want you to do, is to think what it is like when you pray, what it is like when you come to God and talk to God in praise or to ask God for help or to own up for things you have done wrong. Think what it is like when you pray. First of all, we pray to God as the one who made us, the source from whom all good things flow, the Lord who sits on the throne of the world, the one whose voice can make the world shake, the one who made the world and holds the world and loves the world. We, here in our church or at home or in the car or out on a walk, we pray to this one And though a lot of the time we might not give much thought to what we do, from time to time, it might get through to us just what a bold thing we do. We pray to God. We talk to God. We ask things of God. The King, the Lord of hosts, the one whose life is the fire at the heart of all things, that on its own, should make our minds real. But that's not all. When we pray, we do not pray on our own. There is one by our side who prays with us, the one we call the Son. Hear these words. For God so loved the world, God so loved us, that God gave us his Son, his one Son, to be by our side to pray with us, to pray for us. When we pray, our words join to this man's words and wing their way with his, to the one he called, well, to the one he called, Dad. We do not pray on our own. Don't think that there's you on your own down here and God on his throne up there and that when you pray... You try to throw your small voice up to God and hope that it might reach all the way. No, you do not pray on your own. There is one by your side who prays with you. God totes with you. A real man filled with God's own life, a man who is so filled with God that what he does, well, those are God's deeds. And what he says, those are God's words. And so when he prays by your side, that is God who prays by your side. He wants you to join in his love for his dad. We don't just pray to God. We pray with God or God prays with us. Do I know how this works? How it can be that this is God too? No, I don't. And no long words can help us here. Why should I think that my words, my mind, could give me that kind of grasp on God? All I can say is that, in some way, too deep for words, this man by my side is God. I don't need to know how it works, I just need to trust that it's true to know it, to feel it, to rest in it. This is God by my side, and I do not pray on my own. So when we pray, we know God on the throne, the one to whom we pray, and we know God once more, God by our side, the one with whom we pray. But that's not all, when I pray, Let's say when I pray for a friend who is ill, when I cry out, oh God, oh God, please help my friend, it's not that I bring this friend's pain to a God who might not have heard of it, who might not have cared if I had not thought to pray. No, my love, my care for my friend, that's what I feel when I dip my toe in the stream of God's love for my friend. When for a while I flow in that stream or it flows in me, when God's care, God's love, God's life flows through me. And so when we pray, when we yearn, when we long to see God work, when in our own small weak ways we feel love and care flow through us, that is God too, that's God in our hearts, or God in our guts, God's life in our life, the stream that bears us up. We know that we can call out to God and say with his son, Dad, Dad, please help. And when we do that, when we know with at least a small part of our minds that each one of us is a child of God, That is the breath of God in our minds, the fire of God in our hearts, the stream of God's life in our veins. So, when we pray, we do not pray on our own. Yes, we have God the Son, God by our side, who joins our words to His. But more than that, we have God in us, God in our hearts, God in our guts this stream that flows from God and flows through us. That, too, is who God is. That is part of God's life. That stream is God, one more time. And so we say that we don't know how this is true. We don't and can't know how it works. That God is not just the source, the one from whom all good things come, and God is not just the Son, the one who stands by our side and will not let us go, but that God is the stream, the flow, the one in whom we are caught up, the one in whom we rest, the one in whom we find our life. And we can know that too when we pray. So There is a God, the one to whom we pray, the one to whom we look, to whom we call out, the one who made the world and loves all that he has made. And there is God by our side, God once more, the God with whom we pray, God in this one who shares our life, this one who lives the life of God by our side, and who poured out his love for us. And then there is God in our hearts, God in our guts, God one last time, the stream into which we dip our toes, the stream in which we long to swim, the stream which filled the sun and fills us too and bears us in love back to the one. The life of the one true God meets us in all these three ways. And all that we have is in these three ways. Has its roots deep, deep down in God's word. All the way down in God's life in ways that our minds are not fit to grasp. In ways that break our words to bits. One life, one love, one will works through these three to meet us when we pray, to catch hold of us, to bear us up, and to take us home. And that's why our words for God need to stretch just a tiny bit. So now I break the rules. We call the source, the one to whom we pray, Father And we call the one by our side, the one with whom we pray, God once more, Jesus. And we call the one in our hearts, the one in whom we pray, God one more time, Spirit. And that is why we call this God, the God we meet when we pray, the God we know, when we pray. That is why we call this three-in-one God, that is why we call our God Trinity. Amen.